Welcome to Kadampa Podcasts. These podcasts offer practical solutions to daily challenges and help guide us to a happier and more peaceful state of mind. In each episode, you will find an extract from a teaching given by one of various Kadampa Buddhist teachers worldwide. All these teachings are inspired by the profound wisdom of Venerable Geshe Kelsang Gyatso Rinpoche, a Buddhist master for our time. We hope you will enjoy listening. In our own personal culture, we can create a habit of distraction. We, we allow that to transpire. It's not that someone else has forced us to. We, we allow that to transpire. And we need to get at why we started that in the first place. Like, why did we get to that place where distraction was a constant default? And then see how often that's contributing not only to our distractions, but to our lack of ability to concentrate and become inattentive. Like, I think this is so important because even in the best of times, concentration is an achievement. Single-pointedness of focus is an achievement. But if we're working against ourselves many hours of the day by nurturing inattentive activities of distraction, it's going to be very hard to keep that attention span going. Very hard to keep that focus. And in these times, we're so interested in maintaining our mental faculties, aren't we? You know, we hear things about losing those mental faculties due to sickness, due to aging. And it's horrifying. We, we don't want that experience. So we think, okay, well, then I need to keep working those mental muscles of, of ability to focus, ability to pay attention for just short periods of time, let alone for longer periods of time. Like I need to be able to read a full, full page of a book, you know, on the first round. <laughs> Not have to go over it five times. <laughs> so we have to look, okay, what, what's, where is this rooted? Where is it rooted? And oftentimes it really is rooted in um, our wish to distract ourselves from something. So it's becoming a way in which we're trying to deal with unpleasant feelings, stressful feelings, difficult situations what we see to be difficult people, things we don't want to do, things we don't like. So from the Buddhist perspective, the answer to distraction that, that, that's rooted in those reasons is dealing with those reasons differently, responding to them differently, starting to think, okay, how can I respond to what I don't like differently so that distraction isn't my default? How, how do I deal with a difficult conversation with someone and not just pick up my phone and start distracting myself. Like, how do I deal with these things in a way that doesn't involve distraction? I think what we'll find is then we'll start to find methods that have a long-term effect, right? A long, that we're actually approaching it from the standpoint of a solution. Distraction isn't a solution to the things we want to avoid. It just prolongs because we have to return to what we want to avoid, don't we? It's still there. You know, the, 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 the pains of life that we can sort of temporarily ignore through distraction, they don't go away, do they? We, they just return or we return to them. So we need to find a new way of responding to those things so that we can change that habit of distraction or that culture of distraction that we have in our own mind. We become less distracted because we start to actually face what's going on. So one way that we do that, which is where I'm saying this is maybe the most popular thing is we actually have to, to start to approach um, 
what we say is life sufferings, painful situations, things we don't want, we'd rather avoid in a, in a completely new way that involves sitting with them. This is why this isn't popular, right? <laughs> sitting with them. So there's a section in this book that addresses this that I wanted to read. It says, normally our need to escape from unpleasant feelings is so urgent that we do not give ourselves the time to discover where these feelings actually come from. So this is one reason we get distracted. We, we can have a, a need to escape an unpleasant feeling that feels so urgent that we don't give ourselves the time to actually discover where the feeling's coming from. We're not taking time to see, why do I feel stressed right now? Like, not just, oh, let me list all the to-dos, but like, what is it about these to-dos that I'm reacting to? What button's being pushed? Or what is it about this unpleasant situation that I can't bear, that I feel such a deep need to escape, that I'm just turning to distraction. So we don't give ourselves the time to actually discover where the feeling's coming from. We just react um, by getting distracted. Suppose that someone we have helped responds with ingratitude or that our partner fails to return our affection or that a colleague or boss continuously tries to belittle us and undermine our confidence. These things hurt, and our instinctive reaction is to try immediately to escape the painful feelings in our mind by becoming defensive, blaming the other person, retaliating, or simply hardening our heart. Right, so I think probably all of us have had this experience. You know, we, we find something painful, like, like he's saying here. Someone doesn't respond um, to our affection in a nice way. Or we, we've helped someone and they don't respond with any gratitude. In fact, maybe they respond with ingratitude. Or um, somebody's trying to belittle us at work, undermining our work, trying to take credit for our work, disparaging us, you know, sort of impacting our reputation in some way. Like he's saying, these things, they hurt. There's, there's no denying that. We don't need to not accept or acknowledge that they hurt. They do. They hurt. Of course, they, they hurt. But the point here is to not follow immediately the instinctive reaction to try to escape. <laughs> and he's saying it is an instinctive reaction. At the moment, we have this instinctive reaction to, to escape that painful feeling immediately. Immediately. We don't want to remain there for a moment more, you know? And so this is an instinctive reaction, our need to escape painful feelings. And if at the moment, our instinctive reaction to that painful feeling is to be distracted, distract ourselves with something, then like he's saying here, we don't give ourselves the time to see where that painful feeling is coming from at all. We don't know. We just know all of a sudden we've spent five hours watching season four of a 20 episode thing. That's all we know. And like distracting ourselves into oblivion. No idea. Was, it, was I in pain at some point? Because now I'm just numb and tired. I have no idea. Was there pain? It's <laughs> distracting. Who knows? But we'll know the next time we encounter it, won't we? That painful feeling will come again or it will still be there and then our reaction to it will be find a distraction rather than actually facing um, what we're finding so painful. So he says here, unfortunately, by reacting so quickly, we do not give ourselves the time to see what is actually going on in our mind. 
So this is this is really the the Buddhist perspective on overcoming this root of distraction is to actually give ourselves some time to see what's going on in our mind. Because essentially, if we don't address that problem, that problem will remain. We'll just keep carrying that burden. Because being distracted doesn't solve the problem, does it? Like if you have a problem coming from someone trying to undermine you at work, you know, a colleague taking credit for your work, somebody threatening your position, whatever it might be, and that's painful. Distracting yourself from it doesn't change the problem, does it? It's still there. (laughs) If anything, um, by not dealing with that problem and those painful feelings, there's more anxiety that comes when you have to address it. So say you get home from work, you think, okay, that was a painful day, right? And there's all those reasons why. And then your approach is, okay, I just need to escape that pain I'm in, distract myself completely for the next 12 hours, so I have to go back to work. Fine, you do that, right? And then what happens when you're going back to work the next day? Do you feel more prepared? Do you feel better than the previous day? Do you feel ready to face those challenges? Do you have a fresh approach? Or are you anxious and a ball of like worry and excitement and stress, dreading the day, dreading the day, thinking, oh gosh, (laughs) oh gosh. Because that's only coming because we haven't prepared. You know, it's a little bit like, because I think a lot of these concepts, it's so funny, we see the, the value in them in other settings, right? So say in the setting of like athletes, right? So when athletes are training, there's periods of time they train really hard, right? And then they relax and they recover so as to return refreshed, right? So they return refreshed to keep performing well. So there is a need for downtime, definitely, but it's a certain type of downtime, isn't it? Like for an athlete, it's not, you know, going to an extreme of harming their health or their well-being, still taking good care of their health and well-being. So they're resting, but resting so as to have an energy to keep performing. So a lot of time in our downtime, we have to ask ourselves, if I'm distracting myself entirely, am I really refreshing myself? Am I strengthening myself? Am I nourishing myself so that I'm ready to face that job stress or problem anew? Positive, peaceful attitude, rested and well? Probably not. If, If we're using distraction as an escape for painful failings, we're not. We're not tending to that. So he's saying we don't, by reacting so quickly with distraction, give ourselves the time to see what's actually going on and then address what's actually going on. So then what, what's going on keeps going on, right? It just keeps going on. So he says here, in reality, um, the painful feelings that arrive, arise on such occasions are not intolerable. So this is where what we try to do as a practice. This is where this goes, which is getting to the place where... Um, understanding this reason for distraction and its relevance to our own experience, we, we decide I'm going to, knowing this, knowing this about myself or my distractions, I want to try something different, something new. So when a painful feeling comes, instead of immediately reacting, right, immediately panicking, immediately trying to escape or avoid, I'm going to actually try and sit with it a little bit, like in a calm way. Like it's like a calm within the storm. Like I'm going to sort of batten down the hatches and ride the storm out versus trying to 
you know, pretend the storm isn't there by being distracted. I'm going to actually accept I'm, I'm in a painful place for whatever reason. Just gonna, I'm going to just not panic about that and try and actually see um, what's going on. So the way that we do that is to wait, the, the way that's being presented here is to address the painful feeling in a slightly different way. So we start to accept those feelings. We accept the painful feelings that are arising and don't think that they're so intolerable. So there's an analogy given here that helps us not feel that unpleasant feelings, angry feelings, stressed feelings are so intolerable um, that we can meditate on. So it says here, there are, they are only feelings a few moments of bad weather in the mind with no power to cause us any lasting harm. Just as there is room in the sky for a thunderstorm, so there is room in the vast space of our mind for a few painful feelings. And just as a storm has no power to destroy the sky, so unpleasant feelings have no power to destroy our mind. When painful feelings arise in our mind, there is no need to panic. We can patiently accept them, experience them, and investigate their nature and where they come from. So this is the, the point. So we think about this analogy. It's it's helpful analogy to meditate on. We think painful feelings are like a storm. So painful feelings is a general term, but you can give it names, right? Whatever is the cause of your painful feeling, you can give it a name. But you think, okay, it's just weather in the mind. So we all know there's always space in the sky for weather. Bad weather can pass through. It doesn't destroy the sky itself. So we need to have a similar way of relating to our own painful feelings where we think there's space in my mind for these painful feelings. I don't like them. I don't want them. They seem overwhelming at first, but they actually have no power to destroy my mind. Just like even a hurricane can't destroy a blue sky, still remains intact. So this storm can pass through my mind without destroying me. So rather than immediately trying to escape it, which we really don't, right? We just avoid it for a while. We, we just try and let it pass. Let, let, the, let, let the clouds be there. Except, like he says here, uh, we, can, we can not panic. And then we can begin to accept them, experience them, and investigate their nature. We think, okay, I'm going to accept. This is, this is my reaction to the situation. This is how I feel. Where, where is this really coming from? There's some space to reflect because we're not so um, reactive to our own emotion, our own experience. We can begin to just observe it. So again, this takes some skill, but I would say it's, it's a really important skill to develop because otherwise we can spend our whole life just avoiding <laughs> with distraction anything we find difficult. You know, we might say, okay, the really big things, that's, that's a hard thing to sort of sit with. But on a daily basis, is that what we're distracted on the basis of? Probably not. Probably a lot of our habits of distraction are sort of minor annoyances, minor stresses, minor anxieties. But then it becomes, like I said, a culture of distraction. So then it becomes our way of dealing with everything. Anything. Even just mildly unpleasant. <laughs> mildly we don't like or don't want. We're like, distraction. <laughs> distraction. Let me go to the past. Let me go to the future. Let me worry about the past and the future, right? <laughs> so here, what we're trying to do it is counterintuitive. Like you said, it, it's an instinctive reaction we have to pain to want to avoid it. So I'm not saying this technique is easy. 
like I think I said that at the beginning, I understand this is not necessarily your favorite approach to this topic and maybe what you didn't expect to hear today. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not good. It's not doesn't mean it's not valuable. It's very, very valuable practice. So we think, okay, the next time minor annoyance, I hit traffic, Waze told me I'd be there in 14 minutes. Waze is lying to me. Not only is Waze lying to me, Waze is taking me ways I've never been. Like that I didn't even know there really was a street there. I'm not even sure if there really is a street here, but somehow I'm following. <laughs> so we have some some annoyance like that, some frustration, some stress. Um, just we try and accept it. Just accept. I'm, I'm frustrated right now. I'm frustrated right now. I, I need to accept this. This isn't going in a way that I thought it would. Acknowledging that sometimes takes the bite out right there and then takes the sting out. We're not defending. We're not justifying. We're just acknowledging. And then he says here, we can then investigate the nature and where it came from. There's some space then because we're not in the vice grip of that emotion and that pain to begin to look at, well, why am I in this situation? You know, why, why am I finding this so, you know, difficult? And then we can start to adjust our mind a little bit and see, okay, I've lost some perspective. I, I'm attached to um, something that isn't happening. So maybe I just need to let go of my attachment to getting there in that amount of time and reassess what's going to be practical, which is to think I'm going to get there in this amount of time and there's nothing I can do about that. It's going to take 20 minutes, not 14 minutes. So the moment we get on the bandwagon of accepting that reality, we're going to feel a lot more at peace. We're going to relax. That method's actually going to work. You know, it's going to work to, to, to help us um, feel better. Whereas distraction wouldn't. It wouldn't. wouldn't solve that problem. So we, we just think, okay, on a daily basis when I'm distracted, can I take some of those circumstances and apply this teaching and see if it works? And then if we see it working, we can start to venture into the areas of greater life pain. So if we can sort of accept small life struggles, small annoyances, small stresses, small anxieties that on a daily basis we're trying to escape from with distraction, then this is where we can begin this practice and see how it works. If we apply this, what we'll notice is we will be less distracted because if while we're distracted is because we don't want to be in the moment, we don't want to be in the situation we're in, so we're trying to go to the past or the future or something entirely unrelated to our reality as a method to deal with that. If we make our present moment more tolerable, we'll be happy to be there. If we, if we solve the issue at hand, we'll be happy to be there. We won't feel I have to go somewhere before, you know, go somewhere I've been before or go somewhere in the future. I can be in the moment that I have right now that's the only moment that's guaranteed right now right? could be there and not feel that um, I need to escape so desperately. So this is the practice. We think, okay, I'm going to think about uh, my mind being like a sky and I'm going to relate to the painful feelings as being just weather and try to develop a, a sort of mental space where I can be calm about those painful feelings. I can relax and embrace my painful feelings. Stop, stop panicking stop reacting to, just, just relax and think, yeah, this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> this is really disappointing. This person's really difficult. 
You know, this is really not what I had planned. And, and then we, we just try and relax in that space versus always needing to react. We accept. That's, that's what it is right now. And then there's some space to investigate. So in this space of investigation, we'll discover some actual solutions, right? We have to create the space to begin to investigate. But then if we begin investigating, we'll find some very interesting things out about ourselves. Because what we start to discover is why we're upset in the first place, we can do a lot to change. Uh, we can do a lot about those things. If you feel inspired by this podcast, then dive deeper into the timeless wisdom of modern Kadampa Buddhism by following the link in the episode description. We look forward to reconnecting with you in the next episode of Kadampa Podcasts.